In today's transcribed Space Patrol adventure, Buzz and Happy are in a private space cruiser heading toward Jupiter when suddenly... It's a cosmic torpedo right off our port side. Who could be firing at us? I don't know, but he's within range. The next blast will get us sure. He hit us that time, sir. The power's gone. Well, that's not all. Half the hull's punctured. We're losing all our air. We'll return in just a moment with today's exciting Space Patrol adventure, Treachery in Outer Space. Commander Corey and Cadet Happy and their space battle cruiser Terra 5 are headed toward Jupiter, where Buzz is to hold a conference with the governor of that giant planet. But they've just received a message concerning a wanted bandit ship reported in the area, and Buzz has changed vector to head toward Jupiter's third moon. There's no sign of another ship in the viewscope, Commander. Maybe the pilot of that Saturn patrol ship was mistaken. The ship he was chasing may have already landed on Jupiter's third moon. Then it's going to take us a long time to locate it, sir. Number three isn't a very big moon, but it's still got a lot of surface. More area than we have time to search right now, even for a million credits worth of amphitron. But, sir, if we're not going to search for this ship, why are we going to the third moon? I'm going to pay a visit to the Gold Star Express spaceport. It's the one spaceport on number three moon where they don't ask many questions. You didn't say it was a small cargo job? But that's all. There are dozens of small cargo ships shuttling between Jupiter's 12 moons and the Saturn's moons, for that matter. The Gold Star Express operates three or four. Not a very big outfit. No, but we get a lot of revenue by repairing ships owned by even smaller operators. The working ship isn't always a very high standard, you remember. Yeah, that's what Gold Star got in trouble about last year. Of course, Rex Scranner may have learned his lesson. We'll have a talk with him, and then we'll blast off for Jupiter City. Hello, Ing. Yeah, but Tom's all unloaded. Oh, Mr. Scranner, I've been calling all over the spaceport trying to find you. Yeah, yard foreman told me. It's a trouble. Slate Rackman is out to get you. <laughs> I'm not surprised after that neat double cross my boys just pulled on him. We're in the big time now, Loring. We're as big as Rackman himself. Well, we will be after we dispose of that ample. Yeah, but what about Rackman? Now, smarted him once, I can do it again. Another deal. Let him plan the whole robbery, how to get the crates of Amplitron out of the Saturn warehouse. Then we step in a day early and do it ourselves so we don't have to split them. Now stop worrying and see that my ship's ready. I want to blast off of Venus in an hour. You can't blast off. What do you mean I can't blast off? Got to make arrangements to dispose of the Amplitron. It's just what Rackman's waiting for. He's going to blow your ship to bits. Sure, this morning. Ask Broder. He overheard a couple of Rackman's men talking about it in that, that Saturn City hangout of theirs. Well, he's not going to bluff Rex Scanner. I'm blasting off of Venus on schedule. Yeah, but, Mr. Scranner, you know that cruiser of his. He's got weapons on it that could fight off a space patrol squadron. You wouldn't stand a chance. Commander Corey aboard Terra 5 called Stress for 3. Commander Corey? Commander Corey called our Express Spaceport. I'll talk to him. Gold Star Spaceport to Commander Corey. Rex Scranner here. Mr. Scranner, I'm five minutes out of moon number 3. I want to land at your port and talk to him. Why, certainly, Commander. What about? I'll explain when I get there. I need your cooperation. Of course. I'll have the space lock cleared for you. Fine. Hurry out. Why do you suppose he's coming here? He must suspect something about the Amplitron. If it was a regular Saturn to Jupiter patrol ship, I'd say you were right. But Corey wouldn't be here so soon after the robbery. Suppose he starts looking around. He won't find anything. We'll hide the Amplitron cases underground. We'll spray the rocket exhaust of the ship that brought it in with liquid air. It'll be as cold as if the ship hadn't been spaceborne for two days. Get the crew on that right away. Yes, Mr. Scranton. Say, why can't we get Corey to go after Rack? After all, Rackman threatened your life. Corey would want to know why. Wouldn't be smart to tell him. Well, but maybe we could work it. Well, something like this. 
tell Corey that you want to make up for that jam you were in last year and, and tip him off about some crime Rackman pulled. You'd get Rackman out of the way. And he might suspect who informed on him. I'd still have Rackman's gang to come. There must be somewhere you can use him. Wait a minute, I've got it. Instead of getting Corey to go after Rackman, we get Rackman to go after Corey. Now listen, when Corey lands, I'll bring him in here. You have one? I'm sorry, Commander. Your ship's the only one to come into our Gold Star spaceport in the last 16 hours. Business has been pretty slack. Well, has any ship requested landing permission and then canceled within the last few hours? No, I've been here all the time myself. I'd know about such. Happy, you checked over those ships in the repair hangars. What do you think? Well, two of them were small cargo jobs, but by the looks of them, they've been there for days. The rocket exhausts aren't even warm. As I promised you, Commander, I'll notify the Space Patrol Jupiter whenever a ship does come in, for any reason at all. Fine, Mr. Scranner. What was that? Came from the direction of our ship. Come on. It sounded like the whole atmosphere dome collapsed. Hey, smoke and rockets, Commander, look. Somebody backed a truck into our ship. Well, worse than that, he rammed a metal beam right through the hull. Uh, that clumsy ox. I'm going out there and... You tell your driver to pull the truck straight ahead now. I think the endurium beam will pull out without causing any more damage. You heard the commander, Mr. Loring. Tell that driver to move that truck. Yes, Mr. Scranner. All right, Davis, move it. Forward this time. All right, clear. Now, the next thing is to get it repaired. Commander, I hold myself personally responsible for this inexcusable accident. My company will repair the damage. All right, Mr. Scanner. But let's wait till Happy comes out of the ship. Maybe you don't have the men and equipment, some delicate wirings. Who couldn't have backed his truck into that old cargo? No, no. He's got to pick the flagship of the commander-in-chief of the space patrol. That could have... The driver didn't do it intentionally. Very gracious about it, Commander. And since he insists, I won't fire them. Doesn't look so good, Commander. I mean, as far as a quick blast-off's concerned. What's the damage, Well, outer and inner hulls are pierced, the power cable broken, emergency air supply conduit snapped into. Nothing really difficult to repair, but, well, it'll take some time. Three hours, anyway. Now, my men will get on it right away. I'll have them drop everything else. Three hours. That'll make me late for my appointment at Jupiter City. Well, we could space it in for a patrol ship to come and get us. Why don't you take my private cruiser over there? It's quite fast. I'm sure you'd have no trouble operating. Won't you be needing your ship? No, not until tomorrow. By then, your ship will be ready. Well, if you're sure it's not an inconvenience, I'll take you up on it. Excellent. That makes me feel a lot better. And if you don't mind, we'll blast off right away. The ship's all ready. Good. Hap, let's get some of our gear out of Terra 5. Right. It worked, Mr. Scranner. <laughs> well, Loring, let's see if Rackman will carry out his threat to blast my ship to bits. <laughs> don't worry, Chief. Bad little ship, Commander. Scranner keeps it in pretty good shape. Yes, but I don't care much about using a civilian ship for official business. You know, I honestly think Scranner would have been offended if he had refused. Still, if it wasn't such an urgent appointment with the governor, I'd have waited for one of our patrol ships. Well, we ought to get to Jupiter City right on the nose, sir. Wow, what was that? Cosmic torpedo right off our port side. Cosmic torpedo? I'll take the controls, Happy. Put on the rear view scope. Yes, sir. One of our patrol ships must be firing at us. Without a space phone challenge? Maybe Scranner's space phone receiver's out of order. It seems all right. The meter's checked. Wow. That was too close. It rocked the ship. Commander, look in the view scope. It's another private cruiser, and it's closing in. Happy, go to the locker, get a couple of spacesuits. If our hull gets punctured, we'll still have a chance. All right, Commander. I'll try to find out what this space pirate wants. Private cruiser J3587, calling private cruiser S642. Hold your fire. Hurry with the suits. Cruiser S-642, hold your fire. This is Commander Corey of the Space Patrol and Cruiser J-3587. What do you think you're fooling, Scranner? You're done for. 
This is not Strander. It's Strander's ship, but this is Strander Corey. Who are you? Yes, well, I'm the Secretary General. <laughs> Who are you? Stop firing those torpedoes and answer me. I try, Strander. That's Commander Corey gag, I mean. But you can only fool straight, and one. Happy. He's knocked the power out. Hurry with those spacesuits. He's blasting the ship to pieces. We're losing air. Blake Rackman is blasting Rex Scranner's spaceship, believing his double-crossing partner is inside it. Actually, Scranner has plotted so that Commander Corey and Cadet Happy are in the ship. Plus, Scranner figures he's saving his own life and at the same time eliminating Buzz Corey. At this moment, Buzz and Happy are in the badly battered pilot space cruiser trying to get into spacesuits as their air pressure rushes through twisted hull plates into outer space. Into the airlock. Quickly, Happy. We can breathe. We can put on our spacesuits in there. Hurry, Hap. Yes, sir. There's no air in the lock either. It escaped him. We opened the hatch. I'll turn the valve up. Oh, that's better. Get your suit on quickly, Happy. Are we going to jump out of the ship, sir? Uh, not if that cruiser stops firing at us. Oh, what did he say his name was, sir? Rackman. He's after Scranton. Isn't he ever going to stop? He's going to be sure no one's left alive in this ship. I've got my suit on, sir. I'm ready to leave the airlock any time you are. Close your helmet faceplate and we'll go back into the control section. Ready, Commander. check to see if he's arrived yet, just to be sure. Yeah. We'll notify Jupiter City Space Patrol the commander's ship has been repaired that it can be picked up any time. It's convenient. That'll show the Space Patrol that very cooperative. Then maybe they'll let us know if something happened to Corey. What do you mean, if? What chance would Corey have in your ship against Rackman's armored job? Right. Well, while I call Jupiter Space Patrol, you give the boys orders to start loading those crates of Ampatron. I'll take them to Venus right away. But suppose the space patrol comes to pick up Corey's ship while we're loading. What if they do? Are they going to suspect us of loading stolen goods right in front of them? Yeah. I guess you're right. You're sitting pretty, Loring. Rackman got rid of Corey for us. And when he finds out it was Corey and not me, he'll go into hiding. <laughs> he won't dare show his face anywhere. What are the men to load the amplifier? Space patrol Jupiter calling Commander Corey. Space patrol Jupiter calling Commander Corey. Corey here, go ahead. Two ships are on the way to the location you've given us, Commander. Patrol ship to bring you and the cadet to Jupiter City, and a space tug to get the damaged ship out of the space lands. Good. Be sure to inform all personnel not to reveal information as to who was in this ship. Yes, sir. Oh, Commander, we've heard from Gold Star Express Spaceport on number three. Yes? Mr. Scranner says the Terra 5 has been repaired and that they're waiting further instructions. Send Scranner this message. You will be informed when Space Patrol personnel will arrive to remove Terra 5. Your cooperation appreciated. I have it, sir. Oh, do I put your signature on it, sir? No, keep my name out of it. Your commanding officer will 
find him. I'll take it to Colonel Harris immediately, Commander. Thank you. Hurry out. You gonna let somebody else bring our ship back to your city, Commander? No. You and I'll go back to room number three when we finish our business. For the time being, I don't want anyone outside of the Men are loading the Amplitron cases into that Class C cargo ship, Mr. Scranner. You ought to be ready to blast off in an hour. Good. Heard anything about your ship or Corey? I received a spacegram saying that Space Patrol personnel would pick up the Terra 5. It was signed by Colonel Harris of the Duke of Space Patrol. Hmm. If it's just a routine pickup of the ship, why would the Colonel be involved? Exactly. Now, why wouldn't Corey's name be on the message? Obviously because there's no longer a Commander Corey. I've seen it happen before, Lloyd. This is the kind of official smokescreen that always goes up before some important announcement. Private Cooter S642 calling Gold Star Express Spaceport on Jupiter Moon number three. That's Rackman. I know what he wants. But remember, you don't know anything about me except that I blasted off some time ago. Private Cruiser S642 calling Gold Star Express Spaceport Jupiter number three. Gold Star Express Jupiter number three. Go ahead, Cruiser S642. I would like to speak to the person in charge. Oh, that'd be Mr. Scranner, but he isn't here now. I know that. But who is in charge in Mr. Scranner's absence? Why, uh, I guess I would be Bart Loring. Oh, Loring. Yes, you know. This is Slate Rackman. Yes, Mr. Rackman. Well, you probably know I had an arrangement with Mr. Scranner. Oh, well, yes, he mentioned it. I'm sure he did. However, since Mr. Scranner isn't coming back, that puts you in charge of both, sorry. I, uh, don't understand... What do you mean, Mr. Scranner isn't coming back? Well, he made the mistake of double-crossing me on that Saturn Amphitron deal. I have just blasted his spaceship up. Now, I want to land at your port and you. Oh, what about? My share of the Amphitron. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Now, don't be a fool, Laurie. Now that Scranner is gone, come in with me. If you don't, I'll send a cosmic torpedo into your atmosphere shell and destroy every one of you. Well, what do you say? Well, you make a deal, Axe, Jeff. You mean Axe. You heard what he said. Mr. Rackman. Yeah, Lord. Uh, I'll be glad to discuss your proposition. Good. And in case you plan anything clever, one of my men in another spaceship has instructions to blast your atmosphere, Sheldon, if I'm not spaceborne in 13 minutes. Just come in, Mr. Rackman. I'm sure we can... Come in, Mr. Rackman. I'm glad to see you're a man of sense, Lori. Far more sensible than Scranner. Now, let's get down to cases. Where's the Amplitron? It's being loaded into a ship. Scranner, I... You left me to die in my ship. Uh, but uh, who was in it? Corey, the space patrol. He, he did say it was Corey on the space phone. You thought it was a trick. Of course, you were so anxious to do away with me. Well, I... Uh, actually, uh, I'm glad it was Corey. Now you and I can operate without much fear of being caught. Now, look here. Here's my proposition. Let it rack I don't need you anymore, but I can give you a small job in my outfit. Five. Me? Work for you? Why, you're nothing but a space mechanic and a small time on a dash. You got your choice, Rackman. With me and keep quiet, the space patrol who blasted my ship and destroyed Commander Corey. Which is it? All right, Scranner. I'll come in with you. I hope you appreciate how big-hearted I am. Yeah, sure, sure. Space Patrol Cruiser J-83 calling Gold Star Spaceport, Jupiter Moon number three. I'll handle it. You keep quiet. Gold Star Spaceport to Space Patrol. Go ahead. I'm acting on instructions of Colonel Harris at Jupiter Space Patrol. I'm bringing in the pilot who will fly Commander Corey's space battle cruiser back to Jupiter. Do I have permission to enter your atmosphere, show? Uh, of course. The Terra 5's already. Good. Space lock will be ready at your approach. Thank you. Space Patrol Cruiser J-83 out. Yeah. 
Well, Rackman, it looks as though you did a good job sending someone after Corey's ship. You must have finished him all right, Rackman. Did you hear that, pilot? He said he was acting on orders of Colonel Harris. Yeah, what about my ship out there on the port? I'll assign a few men to work on it. It looked just as though it's in for repairs. But Corey's ship blasts off, Rackman. You... Cut the velocity, Happy. There's the Gold Star spaceport drone. Commander, are you going to ask Craner why Rackman would want to blast his ship to pieces? First, I want to find out just who Rackman is. Jupiter City headquarters didn't have anything on him at all. Maybe a personal feud. Uh-oh. What is it, sir? Ship down there inside the atmosphere dome. It's a private cruiser, number S-642. Rackman's ship? Yes. Yeah, but if he if he wrecked Scranner's ship and thought he did away with Scranner, what's he doing here at Scranner's spaceport? An interesting question, Happy. Let's find the answer. Come in. Well, gentlemen, there's a ship... And a cork. Yes. Why the surprise? Oh, hey. Uh, didn't you expect me to come back to my ship? Uh, yes, yes. Except that you didn't identify yourself when you called in for landing. Uh, where is Rackman? Rackman? Rack, the man who brought in that private cruiser out there near the east hangar. That ship was merely brought in for repairs, Commander. It seemed to be in good condition when it was blasting cosmic torpedoes at your ship. Don't understand. Look, Scranner, somebody blew your ship to pieces thinking you were in it. Someone named Rackman. Now his ship is here in your spaceport. How do you explain? What is there to explain? Quit stalling, Scranner. Cadet Happy and I saw some men loading a cargo ship, hauling crates out of an underground storage vault. The crates look very much like the type in which Amplitron is packed. How about it? I think it's about time someone took over who can handle things. Don't move, Corey. Suppose you're Rackman. That's right. Boring. Move in and get the commander's weapon and the cadet. Go ahead. I got them covered. Sure, Mr. Rackman. I see I wasn't thorough enough when you were in Scranner's ship. But that's a mistake I can easily correct right now. Hurry up, Loring. Take your commander's ray gun. Hand me your ray gun, commander. All right, Loring. Here it is. Get Scranner happy. Yes, sir. (laughs) You're a fool, Corey. You're two against three. Not now. That evens it up, Commander. Oh, watch Loring. Hello, Loring. Oh. All right, Scranner. Want some more? Wait, wait. Commander, please. Had enough? Yeah. Yeah, you, you've got to revive Rackman. Hurry or we'll all be destroyed. Oh, fine. He told me if he wasn't out of this atmosphere shell in half an hour, his men had blast a cosmic torpedo in us. We've only got five minutes. Bring him, too. Let him tell his men he's all right. Come on, Scranner. Matter, I mean it. A torpedo through this shell would destroy us all. Forget it, Scranner. I don't think Rackman's men are worried about him right now. Look out there, above the dome. Space? Dozens of I took the precaution of making a space phone call when I was inspecting Terra 5. You're safe, Scranner. Yeah, Scranner. Where you're going, you'll be safe for a long, long time. We'll return in just a moment with a preview of next week's exciting space football adventure. And now, a preview of next week's exciting space football adventure. Buzz and Happy are in a surface car driving through the Venus Mountains toward the Space Patrol testing ground. As they speed over the dangerous road, they're unaware that a container of sleeping gas hidden in the car is expelling a dangerous vapor. Wow, I've seen these cliffs in the air, but I never realized how high they really are. From this road, it's a thousand-foot drop to the bottom of the gorge. Hey, Commander, you sure you don't want me to drive it? If you get sleepy, you... Commander! Hmm? Commander, look out. We're headed for the edge of the cliff. Commander, wake up. We're going over. Be sure to be with us next week for the exciting adventure, The Immortal Brain. 